Hi, I'm K.S. Garner, and you're listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Today, I'll be detailing an episode-by-episode overview of the Netflix original anime series Yasuke Book 1, created by LaShawn Thomas and animated by Japanese animation studio M.A.P.P.A. or MAPPA. The series stars Lakeith Stanfield as the title character. The series was released on April 29, 2021 on Netflix. A peaceful boatman, once known as the Black Samurai, is pulled back into conflict when he takes a little girl with mysterious powers under his wing. The series is strongly based on the historical figure of the same name, an African warrior who served under Japanese daimyo Oda Nobunaga during the Sengoku period of samurai conflict in 16th century Japan. Episode 1, Ronin. An evil daimyo has overthrown the northern land Yasuke protects as a samurai. His lord, Nobunaga, is distraught over losing his land and the men, although his family is safe thanks to Yasuke. Nobunaga purposefully weakens himself and orders Yasuke to finish him. Yasuke awakes from the flashback. Twenty years later, living in a fishing village known as the Black Boatsman, Yasuke continues to be haunted by his memories as a samurai in his past life. Every day, a young boy trains to become a warrior as well, practicing on an unbothered Yasuke. Sadistic mercenaries kill villagers who wander alone in the forest and steal goods, including fish from Yasuke. As his flashbacks continue, Yasuke is propositioned by the local singer Ichika to assist her and her ill daughter Saki to the north for a doctor. Yasuke initially refuses, but then agrees after reliving the day he had become a samurai. Unfortunately, sometime into their journey, Yasuke, Ichika, and Saki are attacked by more mercenaries demanding to take the girl. When Ichika is badly wounded, Saki expends immense unknown power to blast Yasuke, Ichika, and their attackers away from her into the river. Episode 2, The Old Way the inner circle Yasuke starts with under Nobunaga openly expresses racial prejudice towards him before and after Nobunaga appoints him as a top guard and contradicts the traditional ways of the samurai. Yasuke awakens once more on land with Ichika's pendant he finally recognized as the same as Natsumaru's, the lady samurai under Nobunaga. He discovers Saki safe but not her mother. When they return to the village, Saki questions why they didn't continue north. Yusuke informs Saki her mother's dead and they have no way of knowing who or where to go. The mercenaries report to a clergyman named Abraham who hired them to retrieve Saki. He believes she's the answer to a prophecy that will allow him to control the Catholic Church in all of Europe. Yusuke relives another flashback to when another army challenged him and him alone when they were ordered to surrender. Yasuke goes against their traditions, insulting his appointed status as a fraud and a forever servant no matter what armor he wears. Abraham returns to the village with the mercenaries to quiz Yasuke about Saki. When he doesn't provide Abraham her whereabouts, he orders the mercenaries to attack but keep him alive. Episode 3, Mortal Sins Abraham falsely announces to the fishing village, Yasuke killed Ichika. Saki is in danger and must be returned to him for her own safety. 
Abraham then orders Nikita and Haratu to find Saki while he tortures Yasuke for her whereabouts as well. Saki is found but defends herself against the mercenaries with her powers and manages to escape. Abraham continues to beat Yasuke unmercifully but Yasuke taunts Abraham's weak punches. After a solid blow to the head, Yasuke recalls a time where his friendship with Natsumaru was betrayed when he discovered she was a spy. She attempts to fight him when he discovers her treachery, but he ends up killing her. Abraham orders Ahuja to kill Yasuke, but with the blade at Yasuke's neck, Saki walks in. She willingly returns to Abraham after accidentally attacking her friends when she realizes she was the one who killed her mother, not Yasuke as everyone was told. There, she and Abraham battle one another until he finally overpowers and subdues her. He then tortures Saki as well into submission. Luckily, Yasuke is able to break free from his bonds and attempts to save her. He does just enough to break Abraham's concentration and Saki then finishes him off. Episode 4, A Long Road Saki enforces the life that Yasuke owes her to force him to take her to see the doctor her mother insisted she see. When she says his name is Marushke, Yasuke informs her he's not a doctor, but another warrior who he fought alongside with similar powers to hers and who has the precision of a surgeon. Yasuke is forced to fight more mercenaries sent by the daimyo to retrieve Saki when they threaten the lives of innocent civilians. Yasuke easily slashes them down, but the general sent by the daimyo proves to be a stalemate for Yasuke. The pair go toe-to-toe -to -toe with one another, but when it seems the general has won, Yasuke penetrates through her armor, mortally wounding her. Yasuke and Saki finally gain an audience with Marushke. He informs them he's been training other students who are like him and Saki for an upcoming battle he knows is coming from the daimyo. When Marushke tests Saki's power, he witnesses her ultimate strength without his training and believes she's the one they've been waiting for to defeat the daimyo. Episode 5, Pain and Blood the daimyo attempts to steal Saki's power through the Dark General as a conduit to connect them from the astral plane. Marushke will do what he can to help, but Saki must defend her mind from the daimyo herself. Yasuke battles against the Dark General, who reveals themselves to be the former racist samurai Yasuke fought alongside. Their fight was to stall the general's army long enough for Yasuke's forces to get in place to attack from behind. Marushke joins Saki on the astral plane to defend her against the daimyo. The sorceress is too powerful for Marushke to fight her and protect Saki. He instructs the young girl to fight, that she doesn't need to move in order to act. She wills her subconscious to appear on the battlefield to aid Yasuke by stripping the dark general of his dark magic. She then creates a huge blast before returning to her body. Abraham's former hired mercenaries reappeared on the battlefield to help Yasuke and his troops. Yasuke manages to defeat the Dark General, then he and his troops retreat to the fortress. The mercenaries inform Yasuke and Marushke they only helped because Saki telepathically requested their services for double their rate. Unfortunately, with everyone's guard down, a barrage of arrows strike the fortress, killing Ishikawa. Hiratu then goes off and self-destructs into the oncoming army while Marishke orders everyone to flee to the temple for refuge. Nikita sacrifices herself in order to stall further attacks on the others. She fought valiantly, but was ultimately killed by the daimyo sorcerers. Marishke orders Yasuke and Saki to flee the village in order for Saki to defeat the daimyo when the time is right. 
Morisuke pleads with Ahuja to stay behind and defend the village. He agrees only when Morisuke triples his rate. Episode 6, Balance. Morisuke and his students create a magical shield around the temple as the last line of defense against the daimyo's troops. Meanwhile, Yasuke creates a diversion to make way for him and Saki to castle Azuchi. When they're inside, Yasuke hides Saki from an unseen force he believes is in the room with them. The daimyo sneaks behind Yasuke and casts a psychological spell on him that makes him see his former leader, Nobunaga. Yasuke follows the illusion that leads him to his shredded body. Saki is weakened by the excessive use of her powers but manages to find Yasuke. But when the fake Nobunaga orders Yasuke to kill Saki, he actually sees the daimyo instead of her. When he attempts to penetrate through her body, Yasuke sees the emblem on her necklace. The symbol forces Yasuke face to face with the memory of Nasumaru. She forgives him and praises his strong sense of honor. Back to the present, he sees the real Saki once more and returns to his senses. Back at the temple, Ahuja helps with the barrier offensively, fighting back against the monster the daimyo created from her collective army formed into one. In the castle, Yasuke and Saki team up. With her magic and his tactics, they're nearly able to overpower the daimyo, but she regains the upper hand. Continuing to protect Saki, the daimyo penetrates a crater-sized hole into Yasuke, killing him. The daimyo then envelops Saki in a human-sized cocoon to steal her power. With this new connection, Saki not only breaks free, but eviscerates the daimyo with much stronger power than she's ever witnessed from Saki. When the daimyo was defeated, Saki then sees Yasuke dead. As she cries over his dead body, her magic manages to revive him, magically repairing the deadly wound. With the temple saved, Saki and Yasuke return to the fishing village with open arms from the villages with a hero's welcome for destroying the daimyo and restoring peace. Saki gives Yasuke Ichika's necklace as a keepsake he can return to her when she's older, when it's time for him to leave. Sometime later, Yasuke is in the wilderness on his own, lying on the ground with a smile on his face. When he goes to leave, Saki's necklace swings from his sword as he continues on to the next adventure. Overall, I enjoyed the series for what it was, for what it gave. I would like to see another season and see where LaShawn Thomas takes Yasuke as a character now instead of a uh, historical figure. However, I do wish it was flipped and this season focused more on him as a historical figure and then moved on to being a character he could play around with. The robots were totally unnecessary. I'm hearing similar complaints from other viewers in regards to that. There's already this supernatural element involved with the daimyo and the sorcery and dark magic. So the mecha was a bit of an overkill. I would hate for this to be um, one and done. This series was so hyped up that it would be a huge letdown if there was only one season. Um, they could set it up to be on the level of Inuyasha or even Samurai Champloo if they let it and not half ass it. I mean, the best parts were when Yasuke just ran through the other samurais who underestimated his abilities and challenged his status. Maybe somewhere along the line he and Ahuja can team up again or he meets other fighters of color or former slaves like him. It would be cool to see flashbacks of how Yasuke learned his fighting techniques prior to meeting Nobunaga. There's so many ways 
that this can go, but the production team have to want it and really go for it. I mean, I, I really believe they can they can do it, but um, I'll just leave it there and hope for the best. Again, this has been an episode-by-episode episode overview detailing the Netflix original anime series Yasuke Book 1. I'm K.S. Garner, and you've been listening to the Solo Nerdbird Podcast. Thank you.